Good morning. Hi, I am Olivia and thank you so much for listening to Express Yourself with Olivia on this cloudy Friday in Pretoria. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And um, it's the end of the work week, the end of the month. Oh my gosh. The first month of 2020, it's poof, gone. It's gone. Monday is the last, officially the last day of January 2022. Did I just say 2020 early on? Oh my gosh. You know, my mind is still in 2020. But it's the last Friday of 2022, January 2022. So very welcome. If you have just tuned in, I want to ask you today, how big is your mouth? I mean, really, how big is your mouth? Can you speak up for yourself or do you just complain? Because there's a big difference. Raise your voice when you have a problem or when you have an issue. To share your opinion. To speak when something bothers you. Compared to someone who's always moaning. Always complaining. The big mouths of society. You know those people who always talk too much but they don't do anything. The ones who always have something to say and who always want to take the credits for your hard work. So how big is your mouth? Do you know when to keep quiet and when to say something that is of substance, that is of value? Or do you just like to hear your own voice? You know, you get those people, when it's a meeting, you pray that they don't come. You hope they don't come. And actually, when they do come through the door, your heart just drop in your shoes. Because you know now, the big mouth has arrived. You know now, the empty vessel who makes the most noise, but who doesn't contribute anything to the meeting has arrived. You know those big mouths who, it doesn't matter who says what, it doesn't matter what you say, they never have a suggestion. All they have is criticism, opposition, they, they oppose, no matter what you say, they will oppose it. So are you that big mouth in the meeting? in life, who you are quick to object and quick to reject, but you don't have a solution. You never come up with anything. You never know how to make things better. In fact, when you are there, you muddy the water. So how big is your mouth? 
And why is it so big? Why do you always feel the need to be heard? To say something just for the sake of hearing your own voice. We all need to speak up at one time or other. We all need to be heard. You know, it's it 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 you feel disempowered. You feel disempowered and you feel like someone without a voice if you don't use your voice. If you don't speak up and say what is bothering you, what matters, what is important to you. Because for something to be important to you and for you, it doesn't mean everyone has to agree with it. It's your issue and you need to raise it. And you don't always have to convince someone else of how important it is to you. As long as you know and understand that this matters to me. Very often when you are in a relationship, in the beginning, you set the trend and the tone of the relationship. And one of the most important things that you must be aware of is when do you speak up? Because it doesn't matter what kind of a relationship it is, someone will be dominant. But the dominance mustn't come at a cost to you. And you mustn't, when I talk about someone who's dominant, I'm not talking about a domineering or a dominating person who crushes your heart and crushes your spirit. I'm talking about someone who will be stronger in the relationship. That strength mustn't come at a cost to your voice. If you can't speak up, if you don't feel free in your own relationship, then why are you there? And why do you think that you don't have the space to speak up? And here's the danger. If you don't speak to the one you love or the one you're with, then who do you speak to? Be in, in many relationships, you find someone says, you know, I can't speak to my wife. I can't speak to my husband. I can't speak to my boyfriend, my partner, my mother, my brother, my sister. I can't speak to them. Why is that? Why? Is it because they don't value your opinion or because you don't think that you are important enough to raise the issues that are important to you. Because it matters. You matter. Your voice matters. Your opinion matters. What you think is important. Because here's the thing, you will start off initially with a small thing, Ah, but you know what, it doesn't matter, it's okay. No. It's not okay. Remember, it takes a small one man 
to lit a fire that can destroy an entire forest. Just one. So it starts with one little, ah, oh, you know what, it's okay, it doesn't matter. I'll just won't say anything. And then it becomes something else and something else and something else until you reach a point where you will feel that you don't have a voice. And if you look back, you will see it started somewhere and it started small. A lot of times you have to fight for your space. You have to fight to be heard. You have to fight for your opinion, your voice, your beliefs. You have to fight. You can't just give up every time. But there needs to be a balance. Because there are people who like to hear their own voices. There are people who only feel important when they are the only ones who are talking. There are people who are addicted to the sound of their own voice. Are you one of them? When you start talking, no one else can get a word in. You don't ask people's opinion. You make all the decisions because you always know better. You always know more. And if someone comes with a suggestion or if someone has an idea, you are the first one to shoot it down. You are the first one to ridicule people and you don't even realize it. Are you that person? And why is it that you feel the need to stamp your authority? on every situation, every conversation, on every person. Why do you feel the need to convince people that you know better? You know what you know. Because the one, the people with the big mouths are usually the one who think they know everything and yet they don't know anything. Who will criticize like, but you are always the one who makes the decisions and if you if you ask them, okay, then take the lead. What do you suggest? They don't have any suggestions or any thoughts. So are you the big mouth? Or are you the one who never speaks up? Because you need to find a balance between the two. And by, you can only find a balance when you know what is important to you. You find a voice when you need to say what is important to you, what matters to you. Because when you look closely in workplaces, a lot of time the people who say the least are the ones who contribute the most. But because bosses are insecure and immature, they usually focus on the big mouth and there's another thing about someone with a big mouth they like to take the credit for your work so you need to speak up and say no i've done that don't let anyone take your shine don't because if you don't speak up and say that this is my job i have done it 
how is the boss going to know what you are capable of? If you don't put up your hand and say, I will do it, who will know what you can do? Who will know how amazing you are if you don't shine the light on yourself? The big mouths will always be with us. Always. So you need to own your space. Otherwise, you will always be overshadowed by the big mouths. Unless you are one of the big mouths. So how do you find the balance? How do you take a stand and take your place? You do what needs to be done. That's it. Your work will speak for themselves. And another thing, oh my gosh, you know, this is the one thing I could never understand. How is it possible that grown men and grown women who are the heads of their families, who make decisions for families, go to work and will become like little children fighting over a bone so they can be the favorite of the boss. I could never understand that. I still don't. I still can't understand it. You are an adult, an adult. I don't know how you pronounce it. You are a big, grown person. You have raised children. Your children are adults with their own families. But you still act like a baby when you go to work. Will you suck up to the boss? Will you bow down to another person? Will you are in fear of the boss, afraid of another human being just like you? The only difference is that he is in a position or she is in a position of authority. And now you think they are God? I could never understand that. It's another person just like you who doesn't have your feet in their hands. The skills that you have, you have learned it. Someone has taught it to you. You are not there because of someone who likes you or because someone owes you. You are there. Because of the skills and your knowledge and your experience. Stop sucking up. Stop being a baby. Grow a backbone. Grow a backbone. I mean, you, you are at work. Yes, boss. No boss. You come from the boss's office. You step on other people. You abuse them. You abuse your authority, you make people miserable, and then you go home and you raise your family. What kind of family are you raising? If you go to work, you suck up to your boss. You step on those you are managing because you want to make a good impression on the boss. Then you are a weak person. And you are raising weak children because your children look up to you. And who you are, that's what your children will become. Be a man. Be a woman. And do the right thing. It doesn't cost 
anything to treat people around you with dignity and respect. And you don't have to be friends with them. You don't have to be. All you have to do is treat them fairly, treat them with respect, give people the recognition they deserve. It's very few people, very few people who have the maturity, even if they don't like you, they can't stand you, but they can recognize the contribution you, you make at work. Very few people can do that. Because in the workplaces that I've been at, you have to be liked. Regardless, your work, you can think at your job. But no, if the boss likes you, ah, you are the best employee. While others have to cover for the mess that you keep on doing. Because you don't know what you are doing. You don't know your job. But you know how to become the boss's favorite. Because you are the boss's pet. You get away with murder. Instead, instead of just doing your job, because you can focus on building relationships and learning how to do your job. You can do both. Or maybe you didn't know that. So in most workplaces, if the boss likes you, you don't have to do your job. You can be the biggest sister can be the meanest person but if the boss likes you if the boss likes you even if you suck at your job but if you know how to compliment the boss how to make him feel good because he's an insecure man that's why and it takes one insecure person to satisfy the needs of another insecure person it takes a great mature and wonderful boss who doesn't like you, but they can say well done when you have done your job. Who can say, even people mustn't even know who the boss's favorite are. We are human. We are human. We all have our, our favorites. We are all biased. But it mustn't show in such a way that it causes resentment, just like our favorite children. Pardon. They are parents who have a blatant open favorite. They are parents where the one child gets away with murder while the other one is being treated like this. Same parents, same children. Why is that? What are you teaching your child? You know the relationship between a parent and a child. It's not automatic. Like all relationships, it has to be nurtured, it has to be encouraged, it has to be bold. Nothing in life is automatic. Even when you have given birth to a child, it's not automatic that you will have a good relationship until the day you die. It has to be a conscious effort from the parent and the child in order to build a lasting relationship. There are still too many parents with big mouths. This is my house. Here you will do what I say. I don't want to hear anything. No one questions me. Your child 
Your child has intelligence. You are raising another human being. You're not raising a robot or a machine. And do you know that once your child understands why certain things need to be done, they will be more willing to do it. You can't build a relationship through fear and dominance, being a bully. You can't. What does love work? It's love, it's patience, and you have to discipline your child. I'm not saying that your child must be your friend. No, you have to discipline. But if your child asks you, but why must I do this? It's not a question to challenge your authority, but it's to understand where does this thing fit in in the bigger scope of things. Once a child understands responsibility, once a child understands his role, his contribution, and his duties, you don't have to nag every single day. You don't even have to stress them. They will understand. They will understand. And of course, there are times that you, you have to crack the whip. You have to let them know, no, 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 this isn't on. But you don't have to sway and threaten and dominate. You know, you, you are raising a child who is with things that the only way to do things is through threats. Or to get things done, it's through threats. It's by being rude, through swearing. And it's not, it's unappealing. There's nothing appealing about swearing at someone. Nothing about being rude. Have you ever tried asking nicely? Please, thank you. When you raise your child by asking please and thank you, you will raise a human being who will, who will know when I ask something, I must say please. When I get something, I must say thank you. Excuse me. Hmm? Like seriously? But, you know, a big a person with a big mouth at work, it's a person with a big mouth at home. Because it comes from somewhere. It comes from somewhere. And we all fall sometimes in the trap of talking too much. We all do it. But if it's a constant thing where your voice is the only voice everyone hears every time, when your opinion is the only opinion that, that matters, you become boring, man. You become boring. And it's tiring to be around you. Because you end up, people, people will end up switching off when they are around you. It's wonderful when you have a conversation and everyone takes part in the conversation, to listen to different opinions, to have that environment where people feel free to ask questions, to debate in your presence, where people feel comfortable enough to share their knowledge with you. Do you know how much knowledge people have around you? Do you know how much you can learn when you start listening? Then you discover how amazing the world is. So don't be the big mouth always. Don't. 
Give others the space to talk. Give others the space to question, to ask, to debate. Give others that space. You will discover things about people that you never thought was possible. You will find out who people really are, the knowledge they have, what they are able of, what they are capable of, what they are able to do. You know, because now when you create an environment around you where people are free to speak, you will discover that, oh my gosh, this thing that I've been battling with for a long time, here is someone with a solution. When, when you create an environment where people feel comfortable, where they feel free, where they are relaxed, it will bring out the best in people around you. They will start connecting with you because they can be themselves. Because the thing is, when you are always the big mouth, people will not trust you enough to confide in you. Even those close to you, you will hear things about those close to you from someone else because they felt more comfortable with that one to speak than with you. We all need to voice our opinions. We all need to speak out and to speak up. We all need to be heard, but they need, they also need to be a balance. Find your balance, find your voice, and give others the space just to be. Have a wonderful Friday. It is definitely Friday. Enjoy your weekend and have a wonderful, wonderful day.